Welcome to the SBP Podcast, Mobile Filmmaking. You're listening to episode 124, and I'm your host, Susie Botello. Okay, we are now in California talking to our newest friend, our newest mobile filmmaking friend. You are 17 years old, the youngest yes, person I've talked to today. Um outside of my beautiful dog, Tico. <laughs> uh, Quinn Friedman, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm, I'm amazingly well, considering uh, all that's going on in the world right now. Um, but I'm very happy to be here talking to you. Um, Quinn. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, Quinn, your film is called A Boy's Best Friend. Yes. And it was shot with an iPhone and it made it, your film made it to, uh, to be featured in our film festival as part of the rookie award, uh, category, which is a special new category for a film festival. Um, any thoughts on, uh, you know, <laughs> speech? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm going to be so excited to come because, um, this is actually my second film festival for this short this is my first short i've ever made and um it took me like three days to do it and i'm just really happy and my family's so proud of me and i'm just really happy to be a part of a film festival like your mobile film festival yeah and you don't have to go too far uh no yeah i i live about only like an hour and a half away from, from san, diego, san diego so it's not too bad do you come to san fun. diego a lot um sometimes uh we used to have a timeshare there, so we would we would go to Legoland a lot, and oh. yeah, we 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 would come a few times a year. Yeah, I love San Diego, and we have the best tacos, right? Yeah, <laughs> you told me that the fish tacos are wonderful, <laughs> right next to the film festival. I'm definitely gonna have to go try that. All right, so you heard it here, guys. Um, okay, so now let's talk. You brought up your family, which is which is perfect. It's um. One of the things that I want to discuss with you. Now, first of all, uh, tell everybody a little bit about the film itself, the story. Okay, so A Boy's Best Friend is a short film on a little boy who is struggling emotionally with his parents because, or I'm, I'm okay to spoil it, right? Um, well, yes, I try not to. well, I mean, it's look, it's a, it's a five minute film, but try not to spoil it too much. I mean, so, you're a Hollywood um, director now here. <laughs> he just, he, <laughs> thank you. Um, so he's just struggling emotionally with his family and his family life. And he realizes that he's taking some of the things that are in front of him for granted, which includes his dog, because he's struggling at home and he's, it's during a, the period of COVID when many people were struggling because they were unable to go out and see their friends and stuff. And he realizes that one of the things that um, that he takes for granted is his dog. And he can have so many fun adventures with his dog and he doesn't see it. It's just right in front of him. So it's mainly it's mainly about taking the little things. It's taking the little things for granted and realizing that there's more to life than only seeing the negative, you know, and trying to see the positive in the half glass and the glass half instead of half empty yeah and and that's one of the one of the cool things about your film is it's it's a good story it sent a really nice uh message but as you're watching the performance of your actor 
you also you also really can connect um, yeah. with the story. I def- that's, whenever I write scripts or make stuff, I definitely think about that because I really want the audience to be able to relate to the characters in the film. Because I think that's really important. I think that's what makes certain films better than others is if the audience members are really able to connect with the characters on a whole nother level. And you're, you're also an experienced actor, so that gives you that perspective, mm-hmm. you know, to understand that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've acted all my life since I was three and a half, and I've always wanted to be behind the camera, so I'm definitely going to be working harder and trying to make more stuff because I really want, that's definitely my goal in life, to be behind the camera because it just, it just seems, it, the whole process of making films, I think, is brilliant and wonderful and how you're able to connect with so many people and the whole process seems so fun and so and you're able to use your creativity it's just really interesting to me that's that's honestly all i've ever wanted to do my entire life that's incredible you're not the first um actor that uh grew up you know being in front of the camera uh surrounded by people who were behind the camera making creating that magic right Mm-hmm. Um, that decided to go behind the camera later, like uh, like Ron Howard is a, is just probably the biggest uh, yeah. name out there. But there are a lot of them that have gone on to produce and um, and for direct. Sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they they they've experienced one side and they really want to experience the other side because the other side just seems also so great, you know. Yeah, acting. You're doing a lot of waiting on the set. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, there's definitely definitely when I'm acting, there's definitely times where I'm like, man, I wish I could I wish I could be a part of the whole process since I'm in it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you want to you want to be the create, you know, help out and be right. part I of mean, the I creative don't, I, part. Obviously, I might not want to do the whole thing cuz they already have an idea and stuff, but I definitely it would be nice to also like see the way they do it and also maybe pitch in my own ideas as an actor, you know what I'm saying? But oh. that's 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 why I'm creating these shorts. So hopefully I can make my own projects and grow from them and experience more and then eventually make feature films and all that. And you can change the world with your films. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you have some great ideas for, for films. We're not going to discuss that right now because those are, those are uh, secrets of the trade. Yeah. <laughs> um, now let's go back to your family. Uh, mm-hmm. Because this is this is close to my heart, um, mobile filmmaking, the opportunities that it gives to families. Um, it's in a lot of people that follow what I do know this that I've um, I've always been um, very attracted to the idea that the access to a smartphone camera is as young. I mean, you were talking about three years old acting when you were three years old mm-hmm. yeah and um i don't know about you but how many you know eight months old uh babies do you see you know handling a phone and they know how to swipe they know how to click mm-hmm. on things yeah i got my first phone when i was four but my little sister who's eight i think got her first phone when she was two and a half because it was a uh like a hand-me-down so it, <laughs> i mean they're it's getting younger and younger for yeah. kids to figure out cell phones yeah uh, one of the one of the cool things about it is that everybody in the family can participate in the making of a film, and instead of just sitting on the sofa, um, you know, watching a film, uh, they can actually be a part of creating a film 
which brings everybody to connect. And, you know, we talk about uh, in this podcast, um, we talk about the family that you create uh, when you're making films, you know, outside your family, your crew becomes Mm -hmm. your family because you're, you're very in tune with each other. You're making something and you're creating something together. Um, and filmmaking is is one of those things where it takes the best from people to make things happen. And there are some challenges and you have to be creative and you have to make things work together. And I think it does have an opportunity to bring families together um, and then bring a family onto uh, the red carpet to celebrate their achievement yeah, uh-huh. together, too. I mean, yeah, I just if, if anyone wants to make shorts, I, I mean, I'm at this film festival now and I've been to one other with this one short. And it took me t- three days, I think two days or one, one and a half days to film and one and a half days to edit. Um, I used my brother, my mom, my dad and my sister help hold the light. And it was just a, just a little tiny light that we have. And I used my iPhone. I used my house. It's I didn't. I had a budget of zero, and I just used all the stuff that I could find. I didn't. I didn't buy anything. It was all stuff that I've I already owned. So you can really make a short with anything that you have. Yeah. How did you How did you get your parents involved with it? Well, um, my mom doesn't like acting things, but I just kept uh, asking her and asking her. My dad likes to. He actually used to act like for a very little amount of time. But then he realized that um, obviously his career, his goals took him somewhere else. But he acted for a little bit, so he enjoys doing that. But my mom didn't want to. But I just kept asking her, please, 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 and she did it. But they they only did ADR for a little bit, and they were in a certain room in the short. And then my brother is an actor, so he did the whole thing. But I mean, if you're not an actor, you can still you can still do it. I think it's 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 good practice. Like so, if you do want to make shorts and you want to become a filmmaker, everything is good practice because I've, I've been making little shorts that are like really bad when I was younger, but I just keep like learning from it. And I only use stuff that I have at home, but you just keep learning and figuring out what works and figuring out your style. And it's like, it's all a good learning process. And um, I think because, because my family lives with me and because of COVID, I didn't have any other choices and I thought it worked really well. So you can really just ask your family to help you on it. And I'm, I'm hoping that they'll say yes. And, you know, just make it short, you know, it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, look, when we were all kids, right, we do play acting, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, let's pretend we're at school. You be the teacher, you be the blah, blah, blah. Right. And this Uh is a little step up from that where, well, kind of a big step up from that because (laughs) you're bringing in your family to actually everybody plays in together, but you're actually recording and everything. And, the really cool thing that you probably enjoyed out of this is the fact that what you see in so you're looking at you had an iPhone when you're yes. looking at the screen when you're recording is the same thing that you're looking at on the screen when you're playing it back. Yeah. So it's almost like a window that you get to play back. And by doing that, you get an instant gratification of, hey, look what we just did. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's one of those things where you're looking at it and you're like thinking in your mind, you have all these good ideas, but once you put it together and you put all the things together and you add the music and you recolor it and it's just, it's just, it's wonderful. I, I love, I love doing it. And I love just sometimes like my brother will be like, no, I don't know if that's going to work. And I'm like, trust me, it's going to work. And then I edit it together and he's like, 
never mind, you're right, that was pretty cool. And I'm like, yeah, you know. See, that's the talent of a director, uh-huh. the vision. Yeah, I definitely have lots of visions, and I, I cannot wait till I keep learning and growing from this because because once I get budgets and like and actually am able to implement more, you know, special effects and more costumes, more sets and stuff, more characters, it's it's, it's going to be fun. Well, outside of COVID, now that we're getting through all that, um, you know, you have um, probably a, a handful at least of friends that you can grab right yeah. to help you make this and if you grow together um then you've got your filmmaking family your filmmaking crew for the future and yeah. by doing that by doing that now um then y- you'll cut one of the the hardest things to do in filmmaking which is bringing people in that you don't know yeah right? i actually have i haven't done that yet so that's another step in my career because all i've really used is really close friends and then my family which has been good for the most part but definitely I want to be able to like use more people and 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 really like experience the whole process with other filmmakers and that whole thing yeah and you and you get to you you're kind of in that environment where all you have to really do is tell people who are working on films already <laughs> and say hey maybe you can come in look um I'll, I'll share something with you, Quinn, uh, and everybody who's listening. Um, one of the things, uh, there's a filmmaker that I worked on her films many times. She was a, a film producer. And um, she's actually turning, I think she's turning 87 uh, mm. next month. This month, actually, uh, in a few days. Um, and one of the things that she did is she brought in experienced professional filmmakers, you know, from, from the film industry. And she had this crew and including me, and we would help students in the universities make films. So these filmmakers, they were students and they had, you know, this was the real, their, their film project, right, for school. But see, you have access to that. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, if they would be willing to do it for, you know, for a student, uh, even though, of course, no one would say no. Her name is Mickey Harrison. But if no one says no to Mickey Harrison, you know, she was like in her 70s when she was doing this. She's mm-hmm. she's she's an amazing uh, woman. But <laughs> but That's no one's going to say no to you either, because people love to help out young people when they're ambitious and and want to want to do something like that so take advantage of it yeah <laughs> um and you're you're really headed there um one more thing th- that i wanted to well there's a few things that i wanted to ask you what did mm-hmm. you use to edit the film with um i used final cut pro on my laptop so i use all apple products so i don't have anything crazy and uh i use final cut pro to do everything that was um, my favorite um editing app i mean it's it's so like i I started taking this class where we had to use avid and it's definitely it's definitely a lot more complex but final cut pro is so i i find it to be so amazing i've also used premiere pro and i really like final cut pro the best for it's how you can do a lot with it and it's really simple and like organized and like very easy to use yeah it has a really good um uh interface 
Yeah. Yeah. And there's it's, it's and it allows you to play. Good, yeah, it allows you to do creative tricks with it too. Uh huh. And it's definitely a good first application. Um, I mean, obviously, iMovie and all those things work well too. But if you're like want to take it to the next level, it's definitely a good first step because it is really simple and you won't feel overwhelmed and you can really do a lot of stuff with it. A lot of cool stuff with it. Yeah. It connects. It also connects to a lot of the the other Apple products. Mm-hmm. You know, for our um, After Effects. Yep. And... Uh, now, let me ask you this, because your film uh, does have a cinematic uh, aesthetic look and feel to it. Uh-huh. How did you achieve that? Uh, so it's actually it's pretty cool. So um, so I put there's something on Final Cut Pro where you can just put black bars on the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. So that's easy too. I use my camera. Um the iPhone, that's, that's all I use. But what I what made it look cinematic was actually a free uh, color grading uh, filter that I found on the internet that was like a cabin theme, but it was for free. And I just added that to every single shot. And if you look at the difference, it, it brought up the oranges and the blues. And I thought about that in the back of my head. So I made my brother wear a blue shirt. And there's so much like brown and orange in the background. So that pops and then it looks cinematic. So, I mean, it's pretty simple if you have, like, depending on what colors are mainly, like, in your background, you just think about that in mind, and you find, I I found the filter before I filmed, and then I was like, hey, this brings out blues and oranges, the orange is the background, I'll have my brother wear blue, and they'll contrast really well and be really bold, and it's cool, because you just add the filter, it keeps the skin color correct, and it just makes things pop, and there's so many out there, I've looked, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many. I mean, obviously, some of them cost money, but there's a lot of free ones you can download as well. And these are uh, plugins for Final Cut Pro for the yeah, editing. Yeah, so um, I bought this. Pe- they're they're called. I don't know if they're called LUTs or LUTs. I'm yeah. not exactly sure how you pronounce them. Is it which one is it? Is it LUT uh, or LUT? However you want to pronounce it, it's okay. Fine. So I bought a pack of a hundred. This is for future use. But the one I used for the short was actually on this. I forgot exactly which website, but it was it was for free. It was just something you download and you just on Final Cut Pro, you just um, basically drag and drop all on all the footage and it just made it really look really nice. It's so crazy how such a simple filter can like elevate something that you make because it's so easy too. And I was trying to explain it to some people because they were like, no, we don't need to do that. It looks fine because they were using nice cameras. But I'm like, if you just add this one filter, I promise you, it'll just like make everything pop and it'll just look so much more like uh, a, a blockbuster. Yeah, that's color grading. Yeah, it, it's so important. And it's so easy, too, with all of like the presets you can find on the Internet. Like you don't have to be like, like change of the levels. I mean, of course, if you are into that stuff, you can definitely do it. But if you aren't, then it's so easy, too. And it makes it look so much better. Yeah, and, and we're we're gonna be showing that film to everybody uh, at the film festival so that um, so they yeah, can see it themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm very excited, and I, I I'm very passionate about the color grading because a lot of people don't get how easy it is to add it, yeah, and how how much it makes a difference. And it's not like it's not a really tedious process. It could be it could be really easy, and it could look really good. Yeah, I mean we're talking about a short film. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's it's a little it's a little less complicated on a short film than when you have, you know, a two hour film or something like that. For sure. For you sure. know, with different locations. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. different lighting. It's kind of like, you know, uh, on 
doing white balancing, you know, you white balance every time the lighting changes or, you know, go inside, outside, you know, all those things. But you shot your film. I mean, you do have some outdoor scenes as well. Yeah. I mean, the iPhone does a pretty good job at kind of correcting itself. So I don't, I didn't, I didn't really think about that. I didn't think about white balance or anything when I filmed it. I was just filmed it. I found some music that wasn't that I could use. I thought it was not copyrighted. And then, <laughs> where did you learn about that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, at first, I wasn't even considering posting it. I was right. just like, I was just like, oh, cool. I, I made it already because in the beginning, I had the up theme song as the song for the short. Yeah. But I wasn't considering posting it to any film festivals or anything. So it was just kind of thing. I was going to show my family and they're like, hey, this is really good. And then I was like, oh, well, I don't know if I can share it anywhere. I don't have the rights to the music and stuff. And I was like, OK, I'll just rechange it. It actually only took me a couple hours to change it. But you still see the the fact is like I when I tell people uh, this isn't going to work for you for, you know, because of copyrights or whatever. Some people get upset about it and they get a little insulted. And mm-hmm. others go, all right, well, I'm going to humor Susie on this and I'm going to see if I can do it. And then they find something, something, make it work better. Like there was a yeah. guy in our film festival in 2019. I was like, yeah, I'll tell you what, you can present your film, but you're going to have to shorten it because he was giving a workshop. And I said, I don't, mm-hmm. I can't give you 20 minutes, you know, or, or 25 minutes. I can't remember what it was. I said, take the film down to 15 minutes and, you know, it was a narrative film and it was very close to his heart. And he was like, oh, but he did it. And he actually won other film festivals with it. And that's good. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just about a lot of people. Yeah, they'll get very. Um, yeah, they'll get very annoyed when you say something like that. But it's yeah. just like you have to understand that you can take to take constructive criticism to heart and to really like be able to improve on that and not get and really not to take the easy way out you know if like if someone gives you advice on something that's really important a lot of people like oh i'm already done with it i'll just i'll start something else in the future maybe but no try to try to improve the thing you already made and make it better you know for what you have yeah and and totally as an artist you know um it it kind of does hurt a little bit it's like i just poured my soul into this and now you're making you know (laughs) what were you saying I completely get it. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people that are like that. Yeah. And I'm like that to a certain extent, but I love criticism for stuff so I can improve on it. Yeah. And not everybody is honest about their criticism either. Not everybody knows what they're, for sure. you know, sure. what they're saying, but there's some people that are giving you good criticism. And the thing is like in your case, right. You wanted your film to be in the film festival. I wanted your film to be in the film festival because mm-hmm. you had already submitted it. Um, and for the other guy I was just talking about, um, it's like, well, he wanted to be in the film festival to, you know, to do a workshop and, and all this stuff. And it was like, okay, I'll try it. But like he said during the festival and he said it to everybody, it's like, my film is, but even I liked it better after I shortened it. Yeah. I've yeah, people they're Yeah. They're a little clouded and they don't see that some, they can, no, I completely, I completely understand how some people can be really like it's one way or the highway and they can't they can't yeah you know it's their way or the highway they can't they can't really like change what they have they won't they won't hear other opinions on it well you did an awesome job and you you're only 17 
Mm-hmm. Now you've you've made other shorts before or something? Um, it's stuff that I don't really like consider to be that good. I've learned a lot like in the past few months. So I made this thing like I don't know if it was like seven months ago or something. It only took me a couple days, and I haven't really. I've made I've made one more thing that I didn't really like, so I I, I come basically scratched it. But I'm okay. I'm just working more on like everything that I do. I learned so much more. And like with this short, I learned a lot more about music and how important that is. And I also found that a lot of because like I, I have never made music before. I'm not able to compose it. So you can use songs you find on the Internet and base your stuff off of it. Or what I found is that a lot of people that are selling or giving out copyrighted or non-copyrighted music, they will they will um, have the music split up into little pieces of all the different instruments. Mm. And so like what I did with my short is I found something on the internet that had like all the stingers and the drums and all the little pieces are separated so that when something important happens, you can kind of bring in another instrument and then it kind of raises it a little bit. And then when you get into a more sorrow part, you can only keep certain ones, maybe like strings or something. And then you can really take, with that type of music that's broken up, you can really take any song and apply it to your film without music because you can really like change it up based off of um, how your short, you know, evolves. So like at certain parts when he gets really sad, I bring in certain like only strings. And then when certain parts like it gets more upbeat, I bring in a lot more instruments because then it raises like the whole mood. Yeah. Yeah, it really works on your film, probably because no, you it's, took the... it's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting because, like, I definitely recommend for people that are making shorts to get stuff like that because there is there is a decent amount. I forgot what it's called when it's broken up, but you can really like make any music seem to fit with your short if you do that. And and a lot of people, at least for me, I have no experience in composing my own stuff. I'm not gonna go on GarageBand and like put some pianos in because I don't know what I'm doing. So I can't do that. Okay, but. let me tell you something, Quinn. So the mm-hmm. music that I make for the podcast, I compose mm-hmm. that in GarageBand myself. Yeah. So I don't I don't have the eye for that. Maybe I have to take maybe if I take some classes and stuff, I'll get more experience. <laughs> so if you, if you obviously can compose your own music, that's great. But if people can't, I just recommend there's so much stuff you can pull on the Internet yes. and piece together, you know. Yeah. And especially when it's it, it, it comes out in in layers like that, that you can manipulate. Yeah. Uh, which is what you're talking about. So you're talking about taking music and actually make it um, uh, make it fit with your film with the transitions and the and and the moods and everything that's going on in your film mm-hmm. instead of making your film which is um something that can happen like with a montage right where you put the music down and then you make the the the, the transitions exactly. and everything fit on the beats so before the one i just made what i've done in the past is i've like if I'm making a short and the whole thing has one song, I will make the short from the song. Like I'll count out how long until the chorus and then I will um, make a certain part. And then the chorus obviously will be more elevated or something, you know, like I'll make the short off the song. But I really because when big filmmakers make their stuff, they have people composing whole uh, scores, scores for yeah. them. And obviously when you're have no one to help you because I, I do everything by myself you you don't have that and if you have no experience making music then 
you obviously can't do that. But with these broken up scores on the internet that you can download and it's broken up into all the little pieces that are elevated, that are like stacked up on top of each other, you can make certain things fade out and it just looks really nice. And if you can make any score match your short, because of course, if it's an action short and you have something that's not action music, then you can't. But I'm saying like with all the different beats in the song, you can um, make anything that kind of matches your overall theme really match each little scene and little part. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's almost magical. All the things that you find and see, that's, that's what you do is you search, you know, in, in some of the workshops that I teach, I tell people, I say, I don't mean this to sound bad, but it's like Google is your friend. (laughs) No, no, for sure. I mean, when you're starting out, there's so much stuff you can use on the internet that is there for you to use. They want you to use it and you can take that put some of it together and make something really great. Yeah. Even little, like like sometimes you get into this, this thing and you're like, darn it. Why can't I make this work? And you go and you go on Google and you find it and you have somebody, (laughs) I found a kid that was like nine years old explaining something for editing one time. (laughs) I was like, you rock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. There's, there's so much possibility out there. Um, there's no excuse anymore, is there, Quinn? No, I, I am so passionate that anyone can make a short. And, and of course, if you're making stuff, your first one might be terrible, but then you'll realize what works, what doesn't work. And, and my first 10 that I made were, you know, it's, but you can, t- you can see the, the improvement on all of them. And I'm like, Hey, so next time I make something, I'm going to do it a certain way. And you can really you could really work on it and keep improving. And there's, it's never too early to start too late to start because I mean, if you want to take it as a career, it's great. But also if it's a, it's really fun to do. And if you can really connect with your friends and family on it, and it could just be a hobby for you to show your family and friends, you know, it doesn't have to be like, this is exactly what I want to do in life. That's what I'm going to make shorts. You know, you could be like, Hey, I have free time instead of going on TikTok or social media or, watching tv i can write a little short you know see i was just telling somebody uh the other night i was talking to somebody i said you know this sounds really corny but um, you know hopefully before i die right i would like to see people you know just like when you go to write something and post it right to share it yeah. with people mm-hmm. i would like the default of that to be i'm gonna shoot this little story on my phone and then I'm going to post and share that with people. Yeah, I mean, it actually kind of sucks because I, I also agree with that. Like some like when people are going to school, I feel like one of the main classes should be making stuff because mm. writing books and stuff is a huge part of media in our world. But the movie and film industry and the TV industry is, I think, might even be more of a bigger impact because it's dominant right now. There's like I think based off of money and also stuff like that you know films are a huge impact on our world and how we live but in in the educational system they don't really teach that until you like go to college you know and maybe in high school they have it too but throughout your life you're writing an English class and writing little stories and free writing whatever but 
you're not learning how to how I mean everyone has a cell phone everyone can make shorts you know it's like why not you know I loved what you're saying we were talking about music is music to my ears because that I I went to so many different schools and talked to even superintendents and I was trying to explain to them pretty much what you just said yeah that if you if you have uh, students that are learning to write, they're only learning to write and they're doing that, you know, by themselves for the most part. Yeah. And if you teach them to make, you know, if you teach them how to communicate through stories and storytelling, right. In mm-hmm. making films, they're also going to write and, but they're also going to work on things together. Yeah. There's so many, like so many life skills you can learn from it. And it's also, I think, it's it's a risky career choice, but it's also a great and rewarding career choice. And it's something that a lot of people, I bet, would be passionate about yeah. if they started at an earlier age. Because I feel like, you know, you've been writing your whole life, but you've never picked up a phone and tried to make something. And until maybe when you're late high school or in college, that's when you're kind of like choosing it. Obviously, you can do it for free for in your fun time, like. But, you know, you have school and you have other things, sports and whatever, and you'll never be able to, like, focus on that. And so a lot of people never really try. And it's such a I mean, yeah, you learn teamwork, you learn leadership skills and you learn how to film things and on write as well and share a story. And it's, it's a great experience. And I think everyone should do it. You rock. And one thing I, I, I want to say is um, throughout my I have a couple like youtube channels where i make like educational videos and so i just i asked my teacher and i'm glad that my some of my teachers said yes because i asked them hey instead of doing these worksheets can i take the lesson that i learned from science class and can i make a video on it explaining it and adding cool effects and stuff and they're like yeah but then there's some teachers i don't want to say who it is but (laughs) they kind of stink they would say oh no you can't do that sorry and i'm like it's like it's I'm basically doing the same thing. I'm explaining all the stuff, but I'm I'm also implying my own creativity to it and you know and, and also sharing my experience with other people. But I think it's just people in the educational system, right, teachers, they should be open for students to do out of the box things. And I also also believe that uh, students should be making more stuff with their cameras and phones because that's an important part of our world today. You know, I think there's, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I feel like the movie industry probably makes more money than the written industry, like <laughs> books and stuff. Like recently, I feel like that's, I don't know. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I feel like that would make sense. I think it's a very rewarding industry. If, if you take away the, the, the business, just, you know, dog eat dog business. No, out of, of course. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because, you know, like I say, um, you you literally can change the world with a great story in a film. Um, look at all the movies that have been done about, um, uh, I don't want to go name a bunch of them, but let's say movies about people with cancer, right? That people don't know what that's really about until they yeah. watch a movie. And then all of a sudden they can, they can, they can have some, some empathy and some sympathy with people. You no, know. I, I I agree that films can really change the world. I mean, there's that's why I'm, I'm making all these points. Like, 
Yeah. It, it's good for teamwork. It's good for leadership skills. You can do it with basically anything. And communication. Because um, yeah, people communication are, are saying, skills. you know, the, the teachers themselves are saying, oh, but the students are like playing too many video games and, and they don't they don't talk and they don't they don't communicate well. Right. They don't have one on one. It's like, well, but if they're making a film, they have to because you have right. to communicate I mean, to make it. Instead, if they're all writing, free writing their stories and that's it, then they're not communicating. But since right. they're working as a team, they are communicating. So that as well. And then for the people that say that maybe like all the classes in school have to like benefit their lives later on, like for careers, it's a great career too. And you learn the writing part as well, the storytelling part, which can branch off into other things. It's like, and the experience is so rewarding. It's just, there's no reason not to make short film films. I, I think mean, we're in a, just... po- in a point, you know, especially after COVID, when a lot of things need to be rethought about how we were doing them before. And I think everything that you were just talking about um, plays into that where, you know, the educational system, right, um, could help people come out from the solidarity, you know, the, this, this whole covid situation that we're in where everybody's just remote learning by themselves for the most part and mm-hmm. come back into some new ways of of learning which include more teamwork and more connectedness and more creativity yeah you know and i think this is one way to do it i think you're 100 percent correct and i hope that some of the teachers that are not listening to you Maybe they're willing to listen to you and, you know, all the other students out there who think like you. Because I think you are pretty smart to think like that. And you're putting all the pieces together uh, from your perspective and you've got it right. I mean, yeah, the way I see it is I think one of the one of the most important factors for success. And of course, there's other reasons why people make films and stuff. But I'm saying in life, one of the success is great. One of those things is creativity. And I think that should be embraced a lot more than a lot of other things like memorizing questions and, you know, things that you might not be interested in. I think creativity is so important because it helps you adapt. Yeah. I mean, all the biggest entrepreneurs that have, you know, that have made it and all the people that have really like made an impact, they did something different than what other people did and they were being creative. Yeah, you. so it teaches you to adapt to your environment. And we can't, you know, um, we can't learn all about what it is like to do something today if we want to understand that somebody that you're teaching today is going to live life in the future. Yeah. If and if they sense. want to make a difference, they have to embrace those creative, I- creative ideas and not be shot down when they have them. They should be able to really embrace them with their full passion and their full heart you know so how, how are you doing in school <laughs> um i'm i'm a straight a student i'm actually currently at a community college um i'm only 17 and no. this is my second semester so i graduated when i was 16 but it was because of covid i was like what else am i supposed to be doing i'll just double up on all my classes and finish early like why not you know but i i see a lot of like you know just when you're doing school a lot of the things are memorizing all these types of questions where usually I mean it's not a bad thing because you want to learn more about life and stuff of course but a lot of the times you just 
forget about it all afterwards. And if there's not, if they don't teach you the creative approach to a lot of this stuff, then you'll never really embrace your creativity, which could hinder you later on, you know? And, and again, all the, all the great impactful ideas and all the people that made an impact on the world were being creative. They were doing what, doing something different than what other people were doing. You want me to share something with you that I yeah. that we haven't touched on on this, and this this is going to go out to every single teacher out there that works in any school. Mm-hmm. Um, every school, no matter how good they are, there there's bullying going on. Yeah, and I think that filmmaking, because of everything that we were, especially you, that you were just mentioning, um, how it involves the team thing it happens naturally um i think it'll help with bullying as well because a lot of times the people that are people bully people because they don't know the person they're bullying right if they got to know that person right they would see these great things that these people can do right like Mm -hmm. for example you may not realize that the, the the kid that you're you're bashing as a bully has some great musical talents, right? Mm-hmm. Or building talents or writing talents or something that you actually appreciate and you think are really cool. Yeah, and another thing is if you're working with someone, I think you'll learn that you'll probably have something in common with them and then you'll it'll make you appreciate the interaction more. And yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. And you have to, you know, it's always also a combination of extroverts and introverts and all that stuff as well. And it takes all different types of talents and skills that people have. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, filmmaking is a lot of different talents. And it's it's really nice because uh, when you are working with other people, you'll see that, oh, this person's good at this thing. This person's good at this thing. And yeah, it's a whole team effort. Yeah, and sometimes the kid that comes out being the best director is the one that you're bullying, you know, and next mm-hmm. thing you know, they're at a film festival on the red carpet and getting attention, and you're like, hey, I know I was a jerk to you, but can I work on your next movie? Because I want that too. Right. So, wow, I've had this... Uh, um, you know, I think you brought up a lot of really good points, and I'm glad to see that you and I see eye to eye on these things. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been seeing all that stuff my entire life, and like one of my YouTube channels, I started when I was nine. Wow! <laughs> so, like doing school stuff because I, I've I've seen like I mean, if you're just watching all those inspirational videos from entrepreneurs and stuff, you know, a lot of them are very similar with the point that creativity is so important, and it's just like something that most people and those students should be be able to embrace to the full their fullest potential because if they're able to practice their creative thoughts and really embrace them then they'll keep doing that later on and that's that's what they'll that's what will drive people to make make important decisions that will hopefully benefit our entire world because if there's a lot of good people that are embracing their creativity then eventually if they're if they're morally good people, they will make a difference for other people. So it's all, it's all, it's all positive. Yeah. Cause we're all connected anyways. I mean, I think the whole thing with, you know, Oh, well this person is older. This person is younger. You know, I've met teenagers 
You know what I'm saying? That I'm talking about like 15 years old and I'm all like, you are so much smarter than, you know, what people give you credit for. Mm -hmm. You know, like I look up to people not because of their age. You know what I'm saying? I look up to people because of their perspective and how they see things. And one of the things that I that I really embrace is the fact that people who are talented and people who are skilled, even those two things that are separate is what brings everybody uh, together to connect on those things that the people who are talented uh, learn from people who are skilled and the people who are skilled learn from people who are talented and skills and talent are in a little bit two different things because skills are something that you hardcore learn right Mm -hmm. and talent is something you kind of have an affinity for for whatever reason your whole life. Yeah, it's kind of like you were born with in a way. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. if we can, without being, you know, discriminating against each other, if we can both connect those things together, then the whole world is better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think, I really believe that storytelling should be more about film than anything else because more people like you and your friends and and everybody for the most part is is consuming is is videos and films and, yeah i mean you know today's age i mean um there's there's people that definitely read there's a lot of people that read yeah but there's also a lot of people that don't read but i feel like most people not all people but most people can can connect with each other on that we watch either tv shows or movies or some sort of video yeah yeah, and I don't want to send a message like, oh, written yeah, form course. is like to no, be deleted from the world. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. But yeah. another thing about it is that when you're making shorts, you're also doing the written part too. So yep. it's like, you're obviously there, you should be writing essays still because those are important and everything. But yeah, and there, there are some of, spaces where, you know, watching something as opposed to just reading the copy in front of you happens to be you know, the best thing to do is just hard to sit down and read an entire book. Yeah. I mean, for, for some people it's very easy, but for some people it's not. So it depends, but, but instead, you know, in school or whatever, instead of doing a, instead of doing a complete free writing project, why don't you connect with your other students and take that free writing project and then turn that into a little movie, you know, and then you'll, you'll eventually, or you'll ultimately gain a lot more from that. You'll do the written part. And then you also click, will connect with other people and then you'll learn the other filmmaking part, which is a great way to embrace your message because a lot of people will say, oh, I don't like reading. I mean, I, I, I like reading to a certain extent. Of course, I, I prefer watching movies and stuff, but reading, I think, is really beneficial and important. Let me share something with you about reading the different the difference between the film for 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 the person who's making it and for the person who's who's you know, watching a film as opposed to for the person who's writing uh, a narrative story and the person that's reading it. So Mm -hmm. when you're reading a book, right, your mind is not 100% in it, but your creativity, your imagination, I should say, is in it because whatever that author wrote in that story you can only take elements from your own environment and experiences to connect and visualize what they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. When you're watching a film, 
it's completely separate. The director, the filmmaker, the, the what they, the product they they gave you that that you're watching in front of you, that film with all the audio and everything, that is all that consumes everything in you, not just your imagination. Like everything, your imagination practically goes out the window because it's all there for you. It's all there. It's all done. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what you're seeing, what you're hearing, and what you're feeling is something that's in control, right, by the filmmakers. So it's yeah. like diving underwater where everything, where you are not you anymore. You're just this thing inside the water. And everything you feel, everything that you imagine is 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 consuming you. Yeah, that's another reason why I want people, more people to make shorts and stuff, because once you make it and once you like start understanding how it works and then you watch these films, you'll really appreciate all of the little elements that were put into it because it is a lot of layers and a lot of thought out things to make such a brilliant thing. And like most people won't like focus on the music, but like or, or lighting or, or color or whatever. But once you focus on all those little details, you're like, wow. You know, this is really thought out. This looks really nice. This is really great. Yeah, we have a, one of the series that we do in this podcast. It's called In the Weeds. And um, we talk with Jason Marshall. He's in Canada. But he's all about the story structure and and all of that for filmmakers. And I'm, I'm going to urge you to, to listen to those because it's basically what what uh what he does is he's like a script doctor right Mm -hmm. and he breaks everything down for you and tells you you know the things to look for and the things to make sure that you're paying attention to with the when you're with story structure the characters the scenes um everything because it's like you said overall you don't want to like when you're watching a film you're not paying attention to all those little details uh separately it's right. as so that's, a whole. That's why, yeah, yeah. So that's what most people see. But the way I see it is once people start making shorts and like put that side into it and are really passionate about what they're making, when they watch those films again, they will pick up on all those little details and then they can take that and reflect on it. Like I see a lot of unique camera angles in some of these movies and stuff. And I'm like, wow, I really want to try that. But when you're watching it, cause you're just like completely embraced in it as a story, you won't pick up on all those things, which is a great right. way to watch movies, of course, but you can also do that and take in all of the little amazing details that they put to make such a masterpiece. And then you can, and then you can apply that into your own project. Yeah. So. That's why if you want to learn how to, how to, how to make movies, you got to watch best, a lot yeah, of movies. The best way is watch <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> What is it about you that made you want to work in this field before you got passionate? What was your introduction in life that said, I want to act and I want to be involved in in filmmaking? Well, I can say one thing that when I started acting, I really didn't have a choice. I mean, I was into it, but I was so young that I can't even remember it. (laughs) So I was already brought into the world of filmmaking from the start and really got to see the behind the scenes as I got older and really enjoy it. But I think besides being brought into it immediately, I still, a lot of people would still, if they, if they have to have a passion for it, if they still want to do it. And I definitely still want to do it. 
But one thing I see about the world is that since filmmaking is not like one of those classes that most people take and that a lot of classes implement with, you know, not many classes do. They focus on other things. A lot of people aren't brought into that world immediately until high school or college. And I think it's something that it should be brought on more because I think filmmaking is really great. And it's such a great way to to really like use your full potential of creativity and all the little levels and steps and, and work with other people and bring in their ideas. It's such an amazing world and it can make such an amazing impact on our world. So it's such a, it's, it's, there's, and there's also so many different career paths and cause there's so many different jobs in all these films, you know, there's tons of them and, and there's a lot of different things that people can do. It's such, it's, it's incredible. I mean, I'm very passionate about it. And I think with, minimal to little to basically no materials as long as you have a camera you can really do or a phone you can really do anything it it, it truly is what it is you know for the average person you know some of the independent filmmakers um they've gotten more attention making a smartphone film than they have making them with their you know other cameras traditional cameras yeah because it's not necessary and it's so easy and and these new phones can do some crazy cool things like the new iphone that i just got the cinematic feature where you're able to basically press on your subject or the background and blur out certain things and then change the focal uh, point afterwards it's really cool um your your actor he's your brother cooper Yes, he's been acting his whole life as well. So yes. he was four. <laughs> so we got to give him some credit. And your sister, Madison? Yes. Yep, we got to give her some credit too. Um, and she's going to star in my next little short. So once that's done, I will definitely have to show people because she's a pretty great actor too. Yeah. So we've got to give them some shout outs. Um, is there anything else that we're missing? No, I think it's just. I just want to tell everybody that no matter what you have and no matter where you come from, as long as you have some way to record it, you can really make shorts and you shouldn't feel scared to get into that because even if it's not your career choice or it's what you want to do later in life, it's such a great hobby and you learn a lot from it and you're able to connect with your family and friends on a whole nother level and really embrace your creativity. So it's something that everyone should at least try because the world of filmmaking is great and it's, it's there's obviously some bad parts but if more people that more people try it and they're all you know morally good and morally pure then you know the world will change for the better you should see the smile on my face right now when you just said that so everybody listen to quinn all Mm -hmm. our listeners whether you're three years old or 90 years old it doesn't doesn't matter matter. (laughs) it does not matter Yes. No. And uh, you're you're I'm I'm glad that you came on the show. I know you're going to inspire a lot of people with everything you said. Well, I'm glad because throughout my life, I've I've always wanted to inspire people to make more films. That's been definitely one thing because it's it's wonderful. The whole process is great. Well, you're going to be a part of it's such a like you're so you have such a better appreciation for what you made. And it's so like rewarding. And it's just great experience too well you're going to inspire people at the film festival too because you're going to be part of a Q&A panel so um, awesome. I'm very excited yeah you're going to get people to ask you questions and they're going to take notes on what you have to say um, alright Quinn 
Say thank g- you so much. Yeah, say goodbye to our, say to, goodbye to everybody. Thank you guys. Um, I hope you take into consideration what I said and start making shorts because it's it's fun, you know. Thank you. It was, it was great to have. Thank you for having me. <laughs>